Yeah, okay. Ignore all those silly notions that came into my brain. Ignore all the silly stuff. The Sunday Skypers. Burning beards. Let's let's review our beliefs, shall we? Uh, let's start mm-hmm. with John, maybe. So yep. you have your oath about founding a mm-hmm. brewery, running it yep. in accordance to Paul's methods and ways. It's going to be interesting to see you fulfill that oath mm-hmm. or, not. or not. Playing against it will probably earn you mold breaker. We'll see. Depends on yep. what you do. Um, and then you yes. have uh, the one about searching every brewery and brewer's residence for lost recipes. Yep. Um, that's mm-hmm. going to be interesting with a dragon in the way. Yeah. Um, but the last two I can act on. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could write something about, you know, uh, step one, get rid of the goddamn dragon, uh, <laughs> you know, part of the first, um, I'm a brewer and a fighter. If it's up to the, if it's up to the brewer that killed the dragon, we're in desperate trouble. Is, is this trouble. the same brewer who made a, a horrifying death machine that spit fire? Yeah. And we look what happened. <laughs> Set the brewery on fire. A, you kind of ran into a huge spider. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that could be something. And then you have a, a motivation, a thing to strive for. And you could earn fate at least. Uh, every session you do something that furthers getting rid of the dragon. And the second mm-hmm. is good, I think. Uh, it could be instrumental in our fight against the dragon, the lady. You must save her. That's great. I'd like some kind of maybe. Why is it, tell us why it's important for Old Kill to know who the lady is or who the lady could be or really mm. is. I know. You, you can think about that, but I'd like some like motivation. Like why, why is it important to Old Kill? Okay. Um, uh, and only if, if John is interested in finding out who the lady is. If you're not, if it's just like, Oh, here's something I can do. Not something I really want to do. Then, then, yeah. you know, nix it. I'll think about that. Yeah. Uh, Flint, uh, it's your duty to protect the other dwarves and thus return the charges to the company. So the first step is getting unlost. Yep. Uh, looks good. I, I like the second beliefs, um, like basic conviction. The strength of dwarves flows in the way, veins, uh, in their veins and tankards. So Ulfkill is kind of the, the spirit of that. Uh, so that's an interesting belief about another play, uh, dwarf, player dwarf. Um, I've seen the magic work. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think maybe the way things are going, you stalking off finding Ulfkill is maybe unlikely. Maybe. Well, I'm in theory taking it in order of getting mm-hmm. unlost, then finding out that Ulfkill is also out there, and mm-hmm. then going back and getting Ulfkill, depending on if the prince tromps on my plans. So it's like there's a three-part designed to tromp on each other's toes belief system here. <laughs> yeah, like the the problem isn't that they do that. It's it's that they sort of negate each other instead of instead of oppose each other, right? So now you're potentially earning one uh, persona, where you could be potentially earning three. So I'm 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 trying to put it to you that maybe a different tail end statement is in order, like. Maybe something. Maybe you don't have one now, and that's okay. But you know, give it a think, because uh, I think um, purely logistically, it's very likely that the prince is going to hook up with Ulfkill before you find him, and then he's kind of, by definition, unlost already, right? There's no unlost finding him. <laughs> 
right? I like that word, unlost. That's going to be a new word now. I'm just reading from... <laughs> Currently, I'm unfound. <laughs> there you go. Well, uh, pining for Ulfkel's ale isn't going to necessarily be a belief I can work on either. I'll, I'll muddle through on that and, and, come, and try to come up with something more um, like some Something general but actual could be protecting Ulfkel. Like specifically overkill, and that could then uh, that could then then be used to conflict with your general belief about uh, protecting the company in general. Like, so I could put you in a situation where, like, you you maybe have a choice. You know, you can help overkill or you can help the good of the company as a whole. Like, what are you going to choose? Fall on my axe. That's. <laughs> I will not be playing your GM mind games. <laughs> I will die first. <laughs> Why are you playing Burning Wheel then? <laughs> I thought it was going to be a short adventure. <laughs> you and me both, yeah. But yeah, you, if you want, you can think about it. I'm just saying, like, we'll do. Uh, you're you're you hampering yourself in your in your art to earning uh, potential there. Uh, and of course, the last belief uh, is kind of the same thing as as the the old uh, as long as Vandal blazes a path for dwarven glory as my axe right but mm-hmm. this time it's the prince is the heart of our adventure right support his decisions even if they go against my own which is good which is great right so i'm gonna have to try to push Vandal in directions that annoy you we'll see that is not that difficult <laughs> <laughs> you sure you've been you've been pretty good at keeping it together <laughs> sort of <laughs> Yeah, and everyone thinks I'm a, a lunatic and a talk to uh, stone walls and stuff like that. Yeah, that's not going to change. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 uh, before I forget, I think we should review uh, instincts as well, because I keep forgetting that you have them, and then I don't address them. Going back to Ulfkel, uh Ulfkel's three instincts are... Always follow orders to the letter. Never start anything without beer first. Always keep your weapon handy. So whenever they get you into trouble... You earn mm-hmm. things. Everyone keep an eye on those. Yeah. Flint's instincts are? Always sleeps with his axe. Never say no to a lady. Never leave a task undone. Okay, interesting. You shall have to make your life difficult with those. Uh, moving on to Fandral. Fandral's beliefs are pretty much like, I am going to earn as much persona as possible, which is great, right? So finding Flint and the injured dwarfs, persona potential, uh, finding Ulfkill before it causes problems, persona potential, and uh, finding the Lady Villari because she might be useful in the fight against the dragon, persona potential. So that's how you write beliefs. <laughs> <laughs> and and now since Fandral is positioned fictionally to get at all of them, that's the point, right? We're, we're in a point in the fiction where Fandral is, is on the cusp of finding and getting to all these people. So if you contrast that with, with Flint being lost in a cave in a, by a lake somewhere, you know, getting to Ulfkel is a little more distant. So, so earning persona for that belief is a little nebulous, whereas Fandral's beliefs are all pointed toward the near future, the near possible future, right? Only taken me a couple of years of playing this game to figure it out. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, some of us learn. Some of us are still struggling. No offense to anyone. And of course, you have your oath, uh, restoring the family prestige, but that, I, I think that will come in every once in a while. I am, may have something for today. And your, uh, instincts are Mr. Fandral or Prince Fandral. I never trust other races. 
always expects orders to be followed, always talks in combat. You shall have to remember some of those. I can't believe I haven't tapped your always talks in combat more, because that... We'll need to, like, stick you guys in, like, covert action. <laughs> the prince is like, take that, take that, ha! <laughs> Would somebody shut him up? He's the prince. Prince is not a covert action guy, so. Yeah. <laughs> I sneak inside with my glittering dwarven mail. <laughs> Last but not least, Slate. Slate's present beliefs. Uh, you have your oath, which is to restore your family's honor and place within Scoria Deep, which is interesting. Who did you swear to? Myself. Yourself. Uh, has to be a different dwarf. Maybe it was your sister or 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 your parents before they died. I don't know. I don't think my parents you knew. You, you need someone to hold that. you. Maybe it was Jade. Maybe I told okay. that to Jade before she buggered off. Awesome. Uh, uh, remember to write that down. Like I, I swore to Jade, I will restore my family's honor and place within Scoria Deep. So we have someone to bug you about it. See what I did there? Bug you about it? Ha ha ha. Mm-hmm. I saw what you did, and I ignored it. So, um... You have three beliefs. One is one is the philosophical one. You know, there's been too much bloodshed. Uh, I refuse to be part of it anymore, which we saw some rubbing up against last session, uh, which was good. Your second one is uh, my history seems hidden away from me, and I would like to know why. Uh, I want to find out more about the Goodheart family from the Breckia Dwarves. You should be able to get some opportunity for that today. And finally, right, you made a promise to avoid becoming lunch. So you will find the glowstone deposits for the spider who's suddenly... Elevated to a prince. We'll see. <laughs> Perhaps you might even befriend him in the process. We'll see about that, too. And uh, Slate's instincts are, please. Always carry my medical supplies. Always trust my sixth sense that I have, Will. Yes, yes. Never, <laughs> Never enter a fight I can't finish. <laughs> Maybe the last instinct... What, what do you think? Do, do you think that, that kind of overlaps a bit with your belief about there having been too much bloodshed? Yeah, it does. On the other hand, maybe, you know, a fight doesn't have to be like bloodshed, right? It could be, I just want to cow these people, or I, I want to corral these people, or I want to... Intimidate. You know, non-lethally. It could still work. I'm just I'm just curious. Do, do you think it, it's no longer a relevant instinct? Do, do you think that's no longer how Slate works? Never start a fight, maybe? or So you want me to change one of my instincts in other yeah, words? Yeah, I'm, I'm asking maybe, maybe if you want to, because it seems like maybe it's it's in conflict with one of your beliefs. Oh, I'm which could going be to good, change it. Which could be good, right? You have a belief, but it, it goes against your instinct, and your instinct is like, uh, okay, this fight I can finish, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to enter it. Actually, that would be always enter a fight I, I can finish instead of never enter a fight I can't. Well, okay, it's something to think about, right? I'm probably not going to hit all of you. No, I'm changing it right now. Oh, okay, cool. And look, never start a fight that will end in bloodshed. Oh, oh, I like that. Okay. I mean, it's the same thing, essentially, but it's changed to match my first belief now. Which is both good and bad, right? Uh, now we have unity of, of, like, purpose, I guess. But you won't end up in a, in a position where uh, the instinct and the belief will butt up against each other and con and contrast. On the other hand, uh, I'm probably going to hammer you again and again and again about the whole, like, too much bloodshed I will refuse to be part of anymore, uh, like last time. Are, are we cool? Are we done? Covered everything? We need to? Oh, yeah, and I updated that my uh, la my final belief. Uh, final Holy Lady is, is, is she a puppet for some greater power? 
Um, I'd like you to start uh, the belief with a statement of a belief of, of like a conviction, right? So mm. why is it important for Ulfkel to find out? Who uh, like, I realize it's 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 a little like semantic or, or pedantic, but I'd like for there to be like, like we mm. put it simply, like I must know or, or like the lady is behaving strangely. I must know if she is the puppet of some greater power or or what. Like I must find out who she is. Right? Oh, okay. Right, okay. I want to start. Let me open my notes. I think that's a good start. With my notes on how to most evenly challenge people's beliefs. Oh, uh, dear. <laughs> I had to put it like that, just there. Quick, change your beliefs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still going to evenly challenge them. Oh, uh, another final thing. We should probably talk about, real quick, about languages, since um, that came up, like, last time. So, established mm. languages so far. So, we're on the same page. We have Dwarvish. We have Elvish. We have the human trade language, which is probably like the lingua franca in the human lands. Mm. And finally, we have the language of the serpent people or the like the former nobles of, of the human lands. Four languages that we know of so far. So Sandar, whom um, Ulskil could not understand, was speaking the serpent people language. Bregor was speaking the human trade language with the dwarves, uh, which is why you under you could understand him. And you guys... As we've seen in the in the, saw in the Golden Hall episode, you know, there's a dwarvish language that nobody understands except dwarves. Clearly, uh, yet anyway, mm-hmm. we'll see if they have improved. If they show up again, those those poor. So now that we have the languages out of the way. Let's, let's speak a different language, the language of scenes. Who's uh, the first victim today? Funny you should say that <laughs> word because that's very appropriate for a lot of you. But I think we should start in the. Dark, blackened stone cave with the lake, with all the sort of bioluminescent weird fish and the hurt dwarven quote unquote refugees setting up camp on the stony shore of this, of this lake. Uh, behind them is the rock slide from which they came, right? With the, 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 un- and this uneven blacker crack in the wall. Uh, that leads up to the natural tunnels. There are a few uh, little runnels of water trickling down over the rocks, um, down into the lake. Bruna sitting by the fire, trying to keep it going. Uh, there are a couple of other dwarves who were not horribly injured, but but uh, they were still in the infirmary when the whole thing with the dragon went down. They're they're just having um, a rest, right? Stonebones is is. Not lording over the whole scene, but but he is moving from dwarf to dwarf, making sure that their you know bandages are okay and they haven't like hurt themselves over much. Flint, where are you? What are you doing? Are you muted? Why, yes, I am. <laughs> That's because I was in deep thought. I, I picture Flint sitting on a boulder by the edge of the water, and he's trying to collect himself take into account where they've been and this is a good place to listen to listen to the water listen to the dwarves i'm gonna listen for spiders because they've been here a lot longer and maybe they can help get me out what is this fascination with spiders <laughs> well apparently uh that is a good question because I, I tried to broker a piece and that failed horribly. And I feel kind of bad that the dwarves, well, burnt them out of house and home. So I don't know if it would make a good alliance. Our home. Our home, yes. But they were squatters. Uh, 
but Sorry. right now I need a guide, and I'm and I, I don't trust uh, dead elves. Guess well, hey, we're here. <laughs> I don't know how that works because I don't know. Things have just gotten kind of weird, and a chance to chill out, get our second win before we head out mm-hmm. is, appre- is appreciated. And he's deliberately isolating himself, himself from the other dwarves while they're setting up camp. How does Flint um, – is Flint wearing the clan ring that he got from Bastard Weasel? Always. I could put uh. that down as an instinct if you want. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not necessary. You're, you're sitting by the water and you're thinking all this over and maybe still like uh, like a callback from last session um, to last session. Uh, we hear this maybe really distant, low, like um, singing, like elf singing. Uh, it's almost more like uh, an ambience than than someone than, than a single voice. Right. So it's more like uh, almost like the uh, the atmosphere, like the stones are singing weirdly, right? But it's distant, strangely muted, and it kind of mingles with the trickling on the water. And there's maybe like this unnatural kind of atmosphere with the the water reflections from the fire and the the, the weird fish, right? Mm-hmm. And you look down maybe, and you see you see a reflection in the water of yourself or so you think right there, there's a fish down there that notices something and like uh does the whole like it comes up to the surface and then it realizes that maybe something is up there and wants to eat it so it, it does that sort of um it spurts away like and it leaves the rings on the water and the rings start to erase flint from the water and in flint's stead you see this horrible split head with like blood down one side, this horrible split elfin face with one accusing eye glaring at you. It's clearly the Ethark Unguiol, like, and he, he's sort of weirdly greenish in his radiance, kind of like one of those sort of fishes, sort of oddly bioluminescent. He speaks to you, right? You can hear him in your head. He says, well, 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 the Oathbreaker returns. Making sure that <laughs> the others can't hear me well. I is this where you're leading me to? I would like to lead you back, of course, with the crown you owe me. I have but sent another to give you the crown. Has he not delivered it? Is this like falsehood, or is this uh, Todd not remembering? Okay, maybe I'm not remembering. I thought I gave the crown to the dwarf to deliver. Uh, you gave it to Bruno. Ooh, crap! I forgot. You sent you sent uh, Torir to go back and and fetch the elf who might be you know maybe he had some insight into mm. this whole thing. So mm. if you wanna if you wanna like rewind and go oh well. okay we'll, we'll rewind that because yeah mm. I I remembered one plan and executed another. <laughs> I'm a little lost. Can't return the crown until I'm unlost. If you go back to that false prince, you'll never relinquish that crown. He will never let you. There is another who has a safekeeping of the crown. Oh, yes. I know. We talked. Okay, that, that is like one of those just stare at the back of Bruna's head. It's like, <laughs> really? She's sitting there by the fire, you know, stirring the, the um, what what little, you know, wood bits and, and junk that you've thrown on it to, to make a fire. <laughs> that was in our pocket. Yes, <laughs> exactly. 
seems fairly peaceful. Not not nothing weird, really. So what does she have to say? Oh, okay. You you ask Mungwil. Um, I think he just smiles uh, unpleasantly. Right? It's this. It's supposed to be this like dashing, gorgeous elf smile, but it's just it's twisted with spite. Yeah, it might also be put, belong to a ruined face. So <laughs> sure. <laughs> In all good time, you shall get what you seek. If you can offer me any assistance to be unlost, I would accept it. Why would I help you? I we am so close to getting what I want, and she has been most forthcoming. Flint picks up a rock, drops them in the water to break the image. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to try to, like, disconnect? Yes! Okay. <laughs> Hanging up the call. <laughs> <laughs> what would that be? That's interesting. You know, let's call it a will versus will test. Oh, um, uh, I'm gonna quickly like look at the elves, see roughly what we're talking about, what kind of range. Ancient uh, dead elves, puny. I mean, like a will of two. <laughs> He's barely hanging on. <laughs> You're up against six dice. Which is six potential successes, right? So at worst, it could be six. So you decide if you want to spend Arta and how much. If he wants to keep talking, I'll let him. I'm not going to burn my uh, limited reserves of willpower at this time. So we'll okay. just go, go with the five. If you succeed, you're going to break the connection, right? Uh, he's yep. going to you know, vanish. If you don't, you'll probably draw attention to the fact that you're talking to yourself. Yeah, because you know the stone will go bloop in the water and mm-hmm. just reverberate through the whole cave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your will is five, right? Yep. Ooh. There's three and one six. Oh, and two and one six. Hmm. I think we're both burning fate. <laughs> it's a, I, I want to keep my lead. Unquiet <laughs> rolls. No extra successes. And same here. But hey, okay. that's a fate. So you you drop the stone. Uh, the image goes away there, there's a pull there's a twinge in your brain somewhere like some kind of de- dissatisfaction maybe like you feel like maybe you managed to to like rebuke him and he didn't like it and, well, what's he uh, gonna do come over and punch me <laughs> <laughs> don't test me <laughs> so i think um when you've done that and, and you see that he's gone away you hear bruna calling like flint you are you eating hi i'll be there Get up and stare at the still water. Doubt my sanity sometimes. Try to catch some grub and be oddly likable. All right. Try to re- try to restore some sense that uh, I- I'm not lost, shattered, and broken. So you you sit down maybe and and you get a bit of bread. Somebody feels like half a little mug of ale from from a, a skin that they had with them. Uh, it's not much. It's not much for anyone, but but you, it's something. Uh, Stonebones comes by and, and levers himself down and sits down. Clearly his knees are a bit achy. Bruna looks over to him and you and the others and she says, So, so Flint, you, you brought us here. Now where do we go from here? Up. Uh, up. Okay. Sure. <laughs> you do know we were going down to get here. And now we're going up? Uh, it's, it's hard. It's hard to put a finger on it, but with a creature of, of, of live fire, I, I just part of me was searching for some way to battle it. 
And I, I look around o- over the lake. You know, if we could just drain this lake into its lair, we might drown that beast. Uh, I think Stonebones, he shakes his head. He says, are, are you sure you're all right there, Flint? Uh, a lot of things have happened uh, since... Well, yeah, I'm missing an ear, but otherwise not too bad. How about you? Knees oh, holding up? Yeah, all this running. I'll pat him on the shoulder. You can walk it off. <laughs> That's exactly what what I want. Yeah, maybe a it's, resigned it's, humor. It's it's probably exactly like what he would say. Also, so uh, you know, he rolls his eyes and goes, because <laughs> he knows you're making a joke. Well, um, just making sure you're you know what you're doing, uh, bringing us down here and 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 all. Uh, we all worry, you know. I he's sitting alone all all the time. I have a lot of them on my mind. I'm not like the prince who carries weight of responsibility like a mantle and, and wraps himself around it. It's an uncomfortable position for me, but we will make it. We, we are safely away from the horror as it is. Now we just need to get back with the rest of the company. Well, I'm glad to hear that, Flint, says uh, Bruno. We need you now, you know. I'm right here. Yeah, just give her that nice... Oddly likable smile. <laughs> Good, she nods. Like maybe she was worried about um, about that not being the case. She so again, listening. Uh, she better not be listening in to my phone calls. <laughs> <laughs> Depends. Are you listening into hers? <laughs> Working on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe you should. That's what I was. I was about checking um, your mind book pages. You know, <laughs> dwarf book. In the grand scheme of things, in chronological order, we will probably be resting for hours. If you want to shift the spotlight, this would be a good place. Here's the thing: there, there's a there's a restlessness. You can see it. Like they they needed this rest, but there's also restlessness restlessness mm-hmm. about getting out of here. So they're all kind of looking to you to give them a plan. That's that's really the challenge here, right? You're gonna have to. You're going to have to uh, instill some kind of confidence in them. You have Bruna on your side, but the rest of them, Stone Bones, the, the injured dwarves, they're not quite, they don't have the same confidence. Hmm. You can see it, right? They're, they're, they're not quite meeting your eyes. They're sort of looking at you with, with doubt. Maybe one of them was actually with you when you, when you met the spiders for the first time and you started raving about um, stuff. Uh, <laughs> So there's doubt, right? They, there's clear doubt among the other dwarves that uh, you have this under control. Well, in that case, I guess I'll have to convince them otherwise. Whip them up in the shape. Let them know that I've got a strong military backbone and that I know these uh, tunnels and I will be able to restore us to the company. Okay, cool. What do you do? How do you do it? I think command would be the best way to go about that. It's it's not as good as intimidation, but I, I don't want to browbeat them. I, I want to say, this is how we're going to set up camp. You are going to take the first watch. You're going to take the second watch. And I will fork in uh, what knowledge I have uh, of these tunnels, say, you know, th- these are the features to look out for. That If anybody comes, they'll either come through the water or, or through this breach and just generally act like a capable commander. Okay. Let, let's. I'll, I'll have you fork in tunnel wise if you have it. I do. Uh, all right. Cool. So let's let's make that a command test at ob three. That we may spend a persona on. 
At least if we get five dice, so the odds are slightly in our favor. So how much persona are you spending? We want to spend one, so that'll give us five dice. Survey says four successes. I actually talk like I know something. Yeah. I take it that was routine. Uh, that is routine indeed. Uh, that pushes it up to B4 command. Woohoo! So erase only your tests, <laughs> not your fate and persona. Yes, um, we've learned that lesson. And push command up to B4. So once you start like going over like, okay, this is what, what we're going to do, you know, maybe, maybe you get up and you, you point to you do this, you do that, right? They, the, the doubt starts to melt away. They nod, they, they drink their beer, they munch their, their bread, and then they uh, do what you say. You, you've successfully instilled uh, some confidence. Not only in them, but in myself. <laughs> <laughs> You're so confident, you leveled up. <laughs> so cool. Things, things are mobilizing down there in the camp. We're not a bunch of panicked rabbits. Really? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was more like a creeping dread of like, who, where is this guy who's potentially crazy leading us? We've, we've come to some weird place with weird luminescent fish, and now he's all sitting alone over there, and he's not engaging. What's going on? <laughs> but then you turn right around, so it's good. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, uh, he was in deep thought. Yeah, that's exactly what they're thinking now, I think. Never would have expected that from Flint. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thought bubble from the guy who was there when Flint was talking to spiders. <laughs> I can hear what they're saying. <laughs> I still uh, want to listen for spiders. We just don't broadcast that sure. for spiders. <laughs> all, all you take in is the weird elfin ambience of the place and the trickling water. No, no spidery type things. See, that is so wrong. I think of elves. I think of these tree huggers. This, while it's pretty in a dwarfy bioluminescent way, I don't think elf. So it's it's like oil and vinegar. It's like, ah, there's something unsettling about it. Something wrong about it? Is there something wrong about it, Flint? (laughs) Yes, yes, there is. That's we why we would it be. (laughs) We wouldn't want you to uh, draw to the wrong conclusion. So um, we we cut away from from Flint getting people organized to stones falling from uh, a tunnel ceiling in in Scoria Deep. Um, Bloody hell! We have Ovkel and and uh, the Lady Villari question mark hurrying uh, down, away to, uh, avoiding to be crushed by these like falling rocks from the ceiling. Well, no, I think I did. I say I was picking her up and carrying her. I don't remember that, but you can certainly try. Well, if, she, if she's following me, then I'm not going to carry her. Uh, she's rushing ahead of you. Oh, yeah. So I'm falling after her. It's those long little... human legs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> can hear her, you can hear her panting and, and, and raving to herself a little. Isn't happening. I'm not here. I have to get away. I'm not sure I, I'm not sure I tested her steel, but I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that now. Ooh, nope. that's not good. Like a frightened bunny. It works up like it builds up, that panic. In her, you can you can see it and you can hear it, and she just starts rushing ahead down the tunnel, Bloody some hell. direction, first direction that, that appears. Um, what do you do? Go after her. Uh, <laughs> go after? Do you mean follow her or something else? I'm going to try to catch up with her. When you say catch up with her, do you mean you want to run up abreast or uh, run up ahead? I want to get, stop her. But actually, the latter, stop her. I basically want to catch up to her and grab her by the hand and say, not that way. Or if it is the right way, let, let me lead. Totally averse of speed. Uh, She's hurtling into the darkness. 
uh, and she can't see as well as you do. Hopefully, her speed's not faster than mine, but I bet I have a feeling because she's a human, she probably is. Oh, right, right, right. I should give her a bonus because she has bigger stride <laughs> than you do. I didn't spend any persona on that. Well, maybe you should have. She screams in panic and rushes into the dark, and you lose her in this in this echoing maze of uh, subterranean tunnels, some of which open up into natural tunnels that are wet and slick right. and stuff. Am I heavily collapsed right now? Or? Yeah, you've, you've lost a collapse behind you. You, 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 you have I've... to stop after a while and like, take a breath, and you're in, you realize you're in the middle of this maze. I'm trying to find her, so I'm just going to stop. Close my eyes. I am a dwarf. I'm in. I'm in my. I'm in my area. I'm going to see if I can figure out where she is. So, what would that be? Would that be tunnel wise? Would that use your tunnel sense, Wolfkill? What do you do? Well, I'm, uh, lis- I'm listening. I'm trying to. I'm listening to because I can hear her still running. Am I correct? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, to- you can still hear her echoing, like her 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 screams and panting. I'm trying to figure out which one is her and which one's just the echo. You know sure, that could, be, that could totally be tunnel-wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's my difficulty on that? Let's say two. It's not super yeah. difficult. You're a dwarf. You're, you've, you've grown up in tunnels. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're learning it. Right, right, right. Yeah, so it's four. Win or lose, it becomes a real skill. Oh, and I missed it. And no sixes, so I'm listening. There's just too many damn echoes, and I still hear the dragon behind me breaking the rock. The, there's the reverberations from behind, and, and you can feel uh, sort of shaking in the rock. Uh, from, mm-hmm. the, from the impact of the, of the dragon, and I think I think maybe you you think you know which direction she's in, and you you her, you run off toward that direction, right? But which is entirely uh, the wrong direction. <laughs> yeah, it ends up you know you end up in in some cellar vault, uh, and you can't hear her anymore. Well, I'll go back to the first intersection I can find, and I'll look around like, okay, which way should go? And then I think for a second. Take out my axe, sit on its on its hilt, give it a spin, and see which way it falls. And then I go that direction. <laughs> it's just as good as any other way. Yeah, could this though be just a straight luck roll? Nope, it's not a roll at all. You wanted to find her, you tested uh, something, and you failed. So under yep. let it ride, that's that's it, right? Yeah, and find after, her this way. Yeah, I'm not gonna find this way. I'm just basically going off in a random direction at this point. Yeah. Uh, do I run into anybody while I'm down here? I don't know. Maybe you do. Let's let's check in with the prince. Let's cut quickly away from Ulfkill and his probable swearing. So, Fandral, you're you're uh, getting ready. You have uh, Scalf and who else are you bringing? I think I took Unferth. Unferth, right? Okay, Unferth and Scalf. Good small party. Uh, Sigibert approves since uh, he's all about keeping axe bearers around for potentially panicked dwarves. I assume you take the same tunnels that you that you used uh, to get out. And sort of trace trace your way back into this place according to your map. That was like, okay, here's the area we have no clue about. The map doesn't tell us anything about it. So you, I think you, Unferth and and Scalf enter this. The first thing we see of first part we see of you is like the three of you coming down a, a flight of stairs into this like damp delivery tunnel. Uh, that goes under Scoria somewhere, and we can hear distantly in this rumble and uh, roaring of the dragon. And I think Scalp is going first. He has this like little lantern. The the beam lights up the the slick walls, uh, slick wet walls, and uh, this little um, runnel in the middle of the tunnel, the glittering um, wastewater or something. And there's you, and then uh, Unfurt is bringing up the rear. 
And uh, I don't know, do you have like your maps out? I had looked at where Flint was going and where I thought uh, Gil was going and kind of planned out, okay, if we go this way, we'll have a good chance of intercepting them. Yes. Excellent. So I think Scalf looks back up at you and he says, this, this is the place, Prince. This is as far as uh, your map goes. I think we should probably head down that direction. And he points to one direction. <laughs> All right, let's go. And uh, Unferth behind you is like, we better not run into that damn dragon. Yeah, well, it can't fit down here. Oh, not yet. Let's have you do orienteering and let's have um, Scalf help you to see if you can you can find the, uh, the likely place where, where uh, Ulfkel or Flint would have gone. Can he help me if it's a learning skill? Oh, yeah. Yes. He's a difficulty two. So it's routine. Uh, double to four, obviously, for beginner's luck. Uh, and you get two dice from from Scalp. And it's it's perception, right? Fine. Okay. That's, that's all you need. Uh, no point in exploding anything. You, you start down the tunnels. Uh, and uh, with, with Scalp's help, his uh, honed scout instincts, you make your way into this uh, weird maze. Uh, where a lot of these wet natural tunnels uh, begin. And you can hear, you probably hear like footfalls and screams and running and uh, calls. Like maybe maybe you even hear Ulfkel's voice in the distance. Uh, if Ulfkel's like shouting for for Valorian. Lady! Lady! Yeah. We found him. <laughs> Double time it in that direction. So uh, you take a turn, and and um, before you know it, you stand face to face with Ulfkel. My liege, you know, make you know a little quickie, little bo- head bow. The lady's down here someplace. Uh, she ran off. She was uh, frightened by the dragon. Her long legs. I just couldn't keep up with her. You know which way she went. I shrug. Scalf, can you see if you can pick up any trace of her? Where'd you lose her? Do I know where I lose? Where I lost her? If you confer with Scalf, you can probably go back to the place where you before yes. you started rushing into the the tunnels. Yeah, you can you can yeah. find the way with a an orienteering roll of five. That's no problem. So Scalf <laughs> sits down on he takes a knee, touches the the slick rock here and there, and and like it's like watching someone like looking at a carpet. You can't see mm-hmm. shit, right? But Scalp is like, mm, mm, ah. Oh, what, like the bit from uh, Books Cassidy and Sundance Kids when they're being tra- being tracked by that, that one tracker? Yeah, pretty much. It's solid, like, how, solid, how can you solid see rock. anything? Like, yeah. <laughs> let's, make a, let's make a tracking roll for him. Um, so he, he grunts and he stands up and he says, um, well, the direction is a bit difficult to parse, but it's either of these two tunnels. And he points to one tunnel that is very natural and another that is a slightly different direction. Because of a shift in the mountain, it's tilting slightly. And uh, there's, a, there's a chill coming out of it. Ufkel looks from one to the other. And he says, he points to the one with the chill coming out. More than likely she went that way. Why? Because it's probably the worst place in the world for her to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm first just looking like, okay, what do we do? Well, let's take a look down there. See if we can pick up any trace of her. All right. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, starts down the, the cold tunnel, I guess. And there's the, the trickling of water and, and um, chittering and stuff down there. Before we take of Gil's advice, because the cold shiver of doing that's kind of getting to me. The other one, do I remember anything of that head anywhere where I would think she would go from where the humans were living or anything? Give me an ob to hold wise. 
doubled to four. Uh, I did get one six, so we'll yep. see if the Fandral look holds true. It does. It does indeed. And I got another six if I need it. You can keep rolling. <laughs> it, it, why not? I got the four. Remember to record the fate for perception. And that, hey, that makes Holdwise a real skill for me now. Let me let me ask Fandral where he thinks this natural tunnel goes. Obviously, it's going down into some unmapped area. Place I think we'll probably want to explore, but maybe since we're trying to find Lady Villari. Mm-hmm. Tombs is a cool answer, but... but Our tombs would be more well-maintained, or at least sure. the path leading there would have been, wouldn't be a natural cavern. So where 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 where's Fandral's like first instinct? Like where would these go? Why would you even even keep them as natural? Why wouldn't you like straighten them and add stairs and all that all that jazz? If, if it was tombs, yeah. So since it isn't that way, where does Fandral think they are actually lead? Probably somewhere that's not going to be terribly interesting to dwarves normally. <laughs> all right, so you 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 rule it out, right? That's that's what you do. You're like, okay, not likely. It's probably black as sin down there as well. So if she ran down there with your lantern, you would have seen her probably slip and fall. Or you would have seen where she would have slipped and fell and fallen uh, and probably cracked her head open. So that's probably your takeaway. It doesn't lead anywhere in the hold. And if she had gone down there, she would have she would have hurt herself and you would have seen her. You would have seen blood or something. Not a likely tunnel. So you're on the right track. More likely she went this other way. Yeah. Makes sense, Leech, as, as, you, as you say. So you, you follow this cold tunnel for a minute, and you enter a storeroom, which is cold as sin, right? It's it's just uh, your your breath comes out in clouds. You you do find the lady in a corner, in among some some big old kegs, you know, just sitting in a corner, uh, shivering, and her eyes are like all wild, and and she's trying to obviously like trying to calm down, but she's too in panic to to do much go over to her a lady we have uh come to help lead you out of here she looks up at you and there's maybe a glimmer of recognition but uh there's something odd about her like she doesn't like she recognizes your voice maybe but she re- doesn't recognize who you are i got the new armor on so <laughs> <laughs> oh right 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 uh, Ooh, I'll silo up to uh, Vandril. uh Malij, just a second uh could, could we talk back here just a little bit I know there are lots of kegs here. We'll get to that. But. No, 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 Malid. It's about the it's about the lady. And first, give her your give her a cloak. Keep her warm. When I found her, she said she was some servant, not the lady, and she didn't sound like the lady. She sounded like a servant. Give her a good look. Is it her? It, it's definitely <laughs> her. Uh, she's she's uh, she has some light burns and a lot of soot and dirt on her, and her her ritual garb is all torn and blackened, and her elaborate hairdo is all like uh, some of it is is fused together and melted, yep. singed. But it's the same person. You can see that much. Scared the wits out of her, I guess. Maybe or you know, wheels within wheels. So Scalp is putting down his, his lantern and he's uh, unclasping his cloak and putting it over the lady. And like he's trying to get her to, to get up. Meanwhile, Unferth, he, he hefts his uh, axe over his shoulder. And he's like, we should probably keep moving. A dragon comes here. We're all toast. Get her to stone bones. Maybe he can do something for her. I... Stonebones is still missing, isn't he? Yes. He was with uh, Flint, went to go collect him. 
No, but Flint's a scout. He shouldn't get lost. They're probably just fine, a liege. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, what do we do, says Unferth? Do we return with the lady or do we keep looking? Oh, her, her manservant? Her seneschal? Bregor. Basically, the dragon broke through the sewers, and they were trapped on the other side, but he went after us for some reason, which is why we're, we got lost. I'm sure Bregor can take care of himself. But he might know what's going on with them. Um, you know, give her the look. Unfirth spits. Whatever. Let's let's get our people to safety. Fine. Flint, stone bones, and we'll worry about Bregor. So we keep looking. Scalf ushers uh, the lady over to you, Ulfkel, like, you know, mm-hmm. here you are. Here's your bird. Here's your your responsibility. <laughs> I reach up and take her hand, you know, and, and say, "Come, come on, uh, we are, we're going to end a little uh, leech. Which way's back? Because I, you know, I'm useless down here. I'm being honest. You know, I'm not disagreeing with you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll sl- stick together until we find Flint and the others. All right. I guess we close them <laughs> down there as you as you you know banter and and leave the the cellar. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, we, we open up on the temporary camp the prince left in the hands of Sigibert and the rest of the axe bearers. People, people are busying themselves with all and sundry things. The axe bearers are uh, patrolling the perimeter, and we see this side tunnel to the, to the underway, dimly lit, and we see a figure coming up uh, out of the darkness. Uh, we, first, we see the glitter of eyes, and then this um, dwarf shape, uh, and we see slate... Uh, he's in his shirt and pants, no shoes, no jacket, no, no, nothing like that. His, his shirt has, has like these deep brown stains, uh, from where the spider snacked on him. His eyes are like black ringed, dark ringed, all but black. You can see the camp and you're like, wait a minute. Actually, um, I'm not going to put words into your mouth or into your head, into your dwarf's person you see a camp suddenly you see your dwarves you see your fellow dwarves they're they're encamped at this odd place that you didn't expect them to be and you hear you hear uh, the voices uh the murmurings uh they're kind of muted they're not like their usual loud boisterous selves they're, they're almost like they're um they're trying not to be but you you smell fire you smell fuel you smell and by fuel i mean like burning wood and dung you smell bread and food I think I'm going to try to make myself known kind of wave go guys. So, so um, one of the ax bearers who are are doing a a perimeter uh, walk uh, spots you. And at first he, he doesn't notice, uh, he doesn't see who you are. You're so you, you have like spider webbing on you. You have like dirt from the tunnels on you. You're not wearing any recognizable clothing. His first reaction is to whip the axe out of his belt and, and you know, go, who goes there? Whoa, 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 it's me. He squints, you know, grabs like a torch and holds it out. It's like, that's you, Slate? Yes, it's oh, me. Your, your, your compatriots came here uh, just just moments ago. Oh, I'm sure they did with my luck. What's his name? The cowardly one. You guys know his name. Ty. Ty, right, right, right. Ty and the others, they just, they just came through. Yeah, they're down that way, in, in the tent. They, they thought the you tent? were dead. Yeah, the tent. Yeah, believe me, I thought I was dead too. Well, it's real, real good we have you back. And he slaps your shoulder, reassuring Ow! Ow. <laughs> we need your sawbones. You, you know, Stormos is lost. Stormos is gone. We, we don't know where he, where he went. I'm sure he's with the prince. Ow. Oh, no, no. The prince went off to find him. 
like he starts walking along with you and like he has his arm around you. And a lot of the um, dwarves you pass have these like, they either look, they're holding in whatever they're feeling and they're sort of focusing on their work. Like they're, they're oiling shoes and belts and stuff or they're, they're, you know, sharpening things or they're like, they're sitting and like drinking um, and not saying anything. Something clearly happened. This, this um, Axeberry is like, did you hear about the dragon? <laughs> yes, I heard about the dragon. But damn, this thing came out of nowhere. All the humans dead. All of them? Well, yeah, I assume so. I mean, they, as far as I know, as far as I could see, the, the, they were all eaten up or trampled or something. They burned horribly. Uh, oh, the, here we are. And he points to the tent that he mentioned. As he does, you know, out of the tent comes uh, Ty, tur- looks around, and he sees you, and he's like, Oh, Flint! Not Flint. <laughs> Your goddamn names. Slate! <laughs> <laughs> You made it. And he comes over and, and he gives you like this big hug. He's, uh, I'm going to hug him back, but then I'm going to smack him upside the head. <laughs> ow, ow. What are you doing? You ran away. Well, what was I supposed to do? We were all, that was the pot plan. Why did you stay? <sighs> I thought you had my back. Well, well, I did. I mean, you would have been far worse off. And he, he like smacks your forehead. Ow. Like if, if I hadn't like laid on top of you and all that stuff. You know, I'd, I'd, I'd say I was pretty brave. Like, I, I actually accomplished something. Don't you think? I didn't say you didn't count for something. Well, I uh, won't have I people did, I that I, I just left people willy-nilly behind me. I, I'm, I've, I've, I've done, I've, you know, that's not me anymore. I may have a mission for you, but first I need some food. Yeah, yeah, obviously, obviously. You, you come inside. And he, uh, he ushers you into the tent, right? And you have the, the different... um scouts that were off that were captured i'm going to do a quick head count make sure i got everyone oh yeah yeah they're all there uh sled the guy whose eye was damaged that you couldn't save uh you couldn't save his eye right the guy who was giving you the stink eye all the time the moment you come in there's a tenseness like you can see him staring at you and then he gets up and you can feel ty sort of shrink away from you he sled he walks over very deliberately and it looks like like you it looks like he's about to come strangle you or something. No, I'm, I don't think he's going to strangle me after I saved him, so I'm going to stand my ground. All right, he comes up very close to you, and he looks down his nose at you and grunts, and then he offers his hand. And I'm going to take it. Damn good to see you. Good to see you, too. I'm glad everyone made it out safe. I'm Is there any to... damn food in here? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, he hands you his tankard, and, uh, you know, he's sort of like... Snaps his fingers for, for somebody to, like, give you a loaf of bread and some ham. Sit, sit down. Uh, you know, take a breath. H- how did you get away? Well, what's this? And he po- pokes at your shirt with the blood. Mm, ow. Bite from a potential ally. Doesn't sound like an ally to me. Did they cut you or something? Did they beat you? Yeah, yes. But not that one. Um, I need somebody who knows minerals <laughs> better than I do. I'm a surgeon, not a miner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a surgeon, Jim, not a miner. First of all, since you're taking it easy, you're, you're taking a breath, you're resting, and you haven't been fighting anything since you came crawling up out of the spider's den. How about you make a health test to see if you can recover from that light wound? Uh, it doesn't require uh, doctor's treatment to recover from, so it should be good. So that is an ob two health test, and I think you are a, a you're one of those cheating dwarves with lots and lots of health, so it shouldn't be too hard. Health B7. It's knob 2, you say? Yes. 
Oh, good. Cool. So uh, you can you can go ahead and, and erase that bite wound. <laughs> uh, you recover from it. What, the spider's lunch or the head? Yeah, spider's lunch. The bleeding head wound should be uh, minus 2D. So you recover and you start talking about minerals and they squint at you and Ty's like, well, what what does that matter? We dragons and stuff to worry about. Yeah, but I think I may have an ally if somebody can tell me where to find more of this. And he holds out his hand, which is like his hand and arm are covered in glowstone dust. Huh. Well, that's glowstone, isn't it? Well, it's kind of rare as far as I know. Why, why do they want glowstone? I have no idea, but believe me, this is a powerful ally if we can get him. Uh, maybe you should finish your beer and then tell us about this ally. What what, what are you talking about? Okay, they're going to look at me like I'm nuts, but I am going to tell the truth. More than one person is going to have the reputation for being absolutely bonkers, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> and they're probably going to tell the prince about it, too. They better. He does, <laughs> they better. He, uh, he does tell the truth and say that he didn't seem like uh he's gonna add like he didn't seem like a bad sort you tell him everything right everything that happened uh not everything i don't tell them the spider snacked on me you kind of already did well okay not snacked but but you kind of already intimated that that your ally quote-unquote uh hurt you yes but I didn't – I'm not going to tell them that I would like to make this spider my friend, but I will say that I hold him in high regard at the moment. Ty's like, sounds like a monster to me. A monster could be very useful when fighting another monster. I don't know. Where do you find Glowstone? I think you're going to have to, like, uh, get them to put the, their um, fears aside, their 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 misgivings, right? They're like, well, why should we help you – consort more with this thing that hurt you and crawls around in the dark. <laughs> okay. So how do you allay their fears? How do you make them focus uh, on? Soothing platitudes? It's fine, guys. It was just like... <laughs> the love bite. That's all. <laughs> all right, what do you say? Just kind of reassure them that, you know, if he meant to kill me, he would have already killed me. Obviously, he can be negotiated with so he can be useful to us. And he's been here much longer than that dragon has and probably knows his way around much better than she does. This kind of sounds like persuasion. Uh, you could fork in soothing platitudes. I would love to like... fork in soothing platitudes because yeah. I will never make a persuasion roll right now. It could, it could be coarse persuasion if you're like... I am in no mood to jostle anybody. <laughs> All right. In that case, in can that no case, can Slate get a bonus die for actually having evidence glowstone dust the uh, wound marks the spider webs the whole been there done that and brought back souvenirs thing uh i think in this case the evidence works against him right the the blood the dust uh, like, so they believe that that he's been through all this but they i mean believe that okay this is a bad idea right so, they, right, so it's not a question of believing him or not it's a question of like do should we help him or not is this a is this a smart road to go down uh if you're not using course persuasion you can't fork in soothing platitudes um, so it would be a straight persuasion test what's the obstacle you know i think the obstacle is probably going to be you know why not let's make it six because they're worried about you like you come here you're hurt you're uh dirty you have spider webbing on you you're bloody and you're telling them that you want to make deals with a weird spider that hurt you <laughs> i am so totally gonna fail this but why not 
That's fine. Make sure to note that this is a this is going to be a challenging will test. So you're gonna you're gonna bump will from B B five to B six either way. I have five dice. Or do you want to spend any Arta? You have two persona. Is this really important to you? Yes, I'll spend them both. Oh, okay. So seven dice versus op six. Still gonna fail, but that's fine. <laughs> we'll see. You have fate, so if you have sixes, well, you have one six. Three successes and one six. So if you spend fate, you get to reroll that six. And if there are more sixes, keep rolling. Was it a six before doubling? Oh obstacle? right, you were right. It should be it should be an op twelve. <laughs> that's yeah, that's unlikely. But why not spend a fate? I mean, that goes toward will. You never know. That's an extra success, but it's not a six. Okay. So regardless, uh, your will. Uh, goes up to B6, and you can erase the, the three difficult tests you have, but don't erase Persona and Fate. So you try, right? You you do your best. They just shake their heads collectively, and Sled, he puts a a, a a big, gnarly hand on your shoulder, and he says, look, this is a terrible idea. You're, you're not going to, you're not going to do this. We're not going to let you. And that's that. You you did something for us. Now we're doing something for you. It's in your best interest. Listen to us. All right, then. Where do we do from here? Well, I say we rest up and we take the news and we see if we can be useful. And the others nod. All right, let's rest up then. Let's let's close that scene and hop on back to the uh, the cave with the water and the freaky fish. Why don't we? So back in the back in the cave, uh, everyone has eaten. Everyone is on their post. You're getting ready to leave. And everyone's kind of looking to Flint to lead them. <laughs> oh, man, this place has got some really good things going for it, like no dragons. <laughs> I suppose if they believe in me, I have to believe in me. Up to bigger well, You wanted benefit. to bring them to safety, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, coming right up, Doomgate. We can do this. I hope that's not your prep talk, pep talk to yourself. <laughs> yeah, that would undermine the entire effort you've just made. All right, Doomgate, we can do this. I don't think I'd say that out no. loud. Sure, inner monologue, gotcha. You know, it probably wouldn't have hurt to have Bruno side by side taking point with me, doing the navigating, because she is a, something of a scout as well. She, she would love to, but her leg is still screwed up. So We're not moving fast. No, okay. I mean, if, if you're not interested in being speedy, then she can certainly hobble along and offer advice. I would sure. rather have that, and maybe we'll have a little chat about Ungwil. Okay, interesting, right? I guess you, you guys help each other crawling, climbing back up the uh, the break in the wall, uh, up all the slick rocks, and uh, okay. back into the tunnel, right? And Does that require settle. climbing to go back no, up? No, 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 no. It's not. Right. That's not interesting. What would I do? Oh, you fall down, or you no, see no, another vision. <laughs> fall on Bruna. This is a compound fracture now. <laughs> it takes a few minutes, and then you're up, and then you're on on your way. And Bruna's hobbling along. Stonebones is corralling the others, helping the others that behind you. Give us enough distance uh, fr from the rest of the group. Friendly, uh, oddly likable, chuffing nudge. So, what has Unguel told you? She looks at you like what? What? Who? Well, you know I have a reputation for being haunted, and uh, that damn dead elf says that he was talking to you. Or is he just lying to me? Just being mm. honest and nice? 
good intentions, all that, just having a friendly conversation about supernatural forces invading mm-hmm. our brains. I'm just thinking about, like, from her perspective, people have been talking about, like, how you have been a bit unstable. Uh, the prince asked her uh, last season to occupy you with something, like, keep an eye on you. Now you've led them down into this weird place. And and you've been a bit distant. Like there, there's some like she she wants clearly to believe that you have things under under control. But at the same time, like given the history, I think she narrows her eyes a little at you, and she goes, "What exactly are you going through, Flint? What's going on with you? Just a little haunted. What you say? There's a dead elf talking to you. I think I might have told you the story before about the Ethark." And his desire for that crown that you're holding, to have it returned to him, annoying oh. evil spirits. And he's because talking to you now. He's never stopped. The question is, because you're holding that crown, can he talk to you? Or is he just messing with me? wonder what you could use to get her to maybe open up about stuff. Puppy dog eyes wise. <laughs> <laughs> Not likely. No, I think this is a straight persuasion, right? Let, let's no, compare so right? <laughs> You're like, yeah, it's just like, come on, your honesty might be nice. <laughs> yeah, so the obstacle is, is going to be four, uh, which is double to eight if it's uh, beginner's luck. You have five will. Yeah. And uh, two persona. So uh, that's not going to bump it up. That's not going to bump it up, but to match, but uh, I'll, I'll leave that to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. We'll save that one persona because uh, we might have trouble getting out of here. And that's more important than convincing Bruna. And if she wants to be tight lipped about it and think I'm crazy, well, hey, she wouldn't be the first. I, I think uh, you're going to get her to open up about something either way. But it's a little about like what, where is this conversation going uh, in your direction or some other direction? <laughs> if she wants to sit there and blather about a different direction, I am actually quite keen on that. Because, you know, getting inside of her skull is like chiseling stone. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're going to throw five dice at this, and hopefully things will... (laughs) I'm just seeing seeing Flint strangling Bruna going, I love you so much! (laughs) (laughs) Now get out of my head. (laughs) I I suppose there's nothing I, I can leverage in not fork-wise, and you don't have any particular, like, advantages that I see right now. I mean, maybe you could point me to some. Uh, I'm a capable commander. Maybe I could, maybe I could allow Oddly Likeable to give you Od- a die. Oddly Likeable? And she knows I have an instinct to actually follow her advice. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to help you, but, but let's ignore that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we, we, can, we can run with six. Yeah, that's... Mm-hmm. Terrible, but still better. Well, let's see. What do we got there? And none of those are a six. Oh, that sucks. Okay. So I got a measly three, and I keep all my fate points yep. again. It counts as a difficult will test, though. Oh, okay. So record that. So in instead of going toward like, so what what what's going on with you, right? It, it turns into like um, Bruna going, you know, we all worry. I think maybe maybe you're not quite all there, Flint. Maybe when we get back to the expedition, we should talk about all this, maybe with the prince. Sure. That sounds like a good idea, doesn't it, Flint? 
Absolutely. Have to report into the prince anyway. With the elf talking to you about the crown. Ah, yeah. He is actually quite aware of the situation and was face-to-face with the same creature. Yes, I think I think what we need to do is to talk with the friend prince about the solution to this, right? You're carrying part of it. I don't think that is the right solution necessarily. Uh, but you let's believe in let's, putting the dead to rest. I'm not sure. I believe you know what you're talking about. You've been very odd lately. I just want to make sure that you are all right. And that you have all your facts straight. I pat her on top of the head. It's okay. I understand. (laughs) Oh, good. So it's settled then. We will talk with the prince about all this. As long as you're there. Sure. Uh, Oh, I will be. You know, she, uh, if your hand is still on her head, then she, she, uh, puts her hand on yours, right? Reassuringly. Oh, hey, now, that isn't that a romantic scene? Hand in hand through the dark. <laughs> on top of her head. <laughs> we'll find a nice place for you that with nice soft walls and a secure door. <laughs> You'll be very safe from the dragon. And any else. <laughs> we might have to add naive as a trait. Or <laughs> <laughs> so, so that passes. You, you start having to, you know, focus on orienteering uh, and, and getting back to where the expedition is, right? Let's have you test either orienteering or tunnel-wise. Well, I don't have orienteering, so we'll go with tunnel-wise. And the question is, can I fork in hold-wise as we get up towards the bowels of Scoria? Uh, since, since you don't know where you are in relation to the hold, I'm going to say no. Ah, but, yeah, if we come across a cellar, I might go, oh, I know this! And you have to come across a cellar first. And you have Details. to. Okay. <laughs> okay. Maybe there's some so, other skill you could use. I don't know. Uh, uh, it, it, yes. What does Bruna have? <laughs> she could, she could help you with tunnel wise. She could get, give you a die for tunnel wise. Absolutely. Okay. Well, let's go with that then. I think finding your way is like an odd three. Your tunnel wise plus one Bruna die. Okay. So that will be three, four, and we'll. Uh, spend that other persona, get us up to five, because it's important to prove that I can lead and get us back to the doom gate. If you succeed, you're going to get back into a position where you can run into the prince and, and Ulfkel. If you fail, you're going to run into something else. Well, that might be a guide, right? No, it might not be. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Four successes. Huzzah! Oh, nice. I'm the hero. <laughs> After some arduous orienteering and tunnel licking and sniffing and and uh, <laughs> logicking. Maybe this way, my liege. No, <laughs> no that's wrong. <laughs> so it's, after a, a somewhat arduous uh, ascent, and it's slow going, you come into this broken, ba- through this broken back wall into a cellar vault. As soon as you come into the cellar, you hear low voices and, and footfalls. Before long, you see the the beam of a of a lantern uh, outside of the in, in the hallway outside the, the cellar, and you meet up with the rest of the dwarves, the prince, all of them. Ha ha! Hail and well met. Okay, well, let's, let's say, say here, my, la- my lady, and then he runs over and gives Flynn a bear hug. 
You okay? So if I want to like return the hug and lift him up, is that a difficult or a challenge? <laughs> Depends on, on if you want to if you want to do a body slam as well or not. But uh, if you're just going to lift him, then good to see you and you know, do the whole arm clasp and you know uh, handshake thing with the prince, my liege. I've got a few stragglers with me. Glad we found you, Stone Bones. We could uh, use your help over here with the uh, the lady. Oh yeah, I go back to her and take her hand and lead her forward. All right, he comes over. He looks her over. Has she hit her head? Well, I can't see from this height. Have a seat, my lady. Yeah, okay. She she sits down. We can just drag a barrel out or something, yeah. something out of, the, out of that room that she can sit on. And he looks her over. And he looks through her hair and all that stuff, and he's like, scratches his head. I don't see anything wrong. She's maybe just panicked. And she's she's been quiet for a long time now, and and she's just like almost like absently running her fingers over this one braid that remains uh, down her the side of her face, down over her. Mm-hmm. Nick, lady, do you do you remember your name? I think she frowns and then she's uh, yes, yes. I'm I I remember. I'm I'm I am better now. Um, she's got an audience. Yeah, it's it's this awkward, really weird situation, right? You're in a really dark like for her. You're in this really dark place, and the only light is this shitty lantern. And there are all these like weird, bearded, uh, hairy uh, dwarves all around her, some with bandages and and, and uh, stuff. And they're like, you know, do you remember who you are? <laughs> poke, poke, prod, prod. <laughs> There's so, at least seven of us. <laughs> do you, you remember what happened? Uh, yeah, yes. The, the the serpent came. I ran. We. I don't remember much after that. Mm. We were in the tunnels. I remember you. Uh, I smile. She, she seems to remember you, but not your name, or like if you had a title, she doesn't remember that. Maybe you weren't mm-hmm. important enough to notice before. Where is? I can get. We had some others. I, I don't know where they went. A servant, and, and I'm gonna mispronounce his name. Berg, Bergen, Berger, Bregor, Bregor, <laughs> like, yes. like Gregor, but with a B. Wolf <laughs> <laughs> kills bad with human names. Okay, yeah. that's fine. That's fine. He can say something wrong. That's fine. The prince will correct him. <laughs> we got separated from them. He he survived. She looks at you. Mm-hmm. Well, like almost like wait, wait. That doesn't make any sense. Like, but then. Huh. She accepts it. Accepts it. He's still oh. in the sewer someplace, so we may be able to find him. But uh, right now, it's more important that we get you to safety. Lead, lead on. I'll look over at the prince. All right. Personality-wise, you you can tell there's a huge difference, right? Previously, when you met her, she was she was like very together, very deliberate, not overbearing, but but kind of. Um, had this bearing of a noble. Now she looks like uh, she gives the impression of someone who who doesn't have a rudder, doesn't have a direction, doesn't have doesn't know anything. What she doesn't know what she's supposed to do. She's better than when I first met her with Ufkel. With oh yeah 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 yes she's better than that. Then she was panicking right and just like not reachable. So so there's an upward traje- trajectory, but she's still not you know herself mm-hmm. if you will. I sort of lean toward the prince. We need to find Berger. I think he knows what's going on. That's a good notion, but Ulfkill would perhaps know that chances are he would be crushed under rock or... or no, he wasn't, or, remember? Yeah. Remember, he wasn't. We, he was on the other side yelling you, at you us. You still remember more 
crashings, right? And there were more yeah, yeah. So there's a very, very slim chance that he's actually around anymore. Um, yeah. I'm not well, saying don't go look for him. I'm saying, like, it's a slim, slim one. Right now, we're going to count ourselves as lucky that everybody here is still alive. We'll make it back to the camp and work out our plans from there. Depending on what the, the path is, if we can stop by our, our old camp to pick up anything we weren't able to grab in the hurry to escape the first time, maybe we'll do that. What do you mean? You want to go through the tunnels back up into the, the hole that you were, the, the hall you were using. If nothing else, to see if it's still there. You can do that. Yeah, sure. Ooh. We could do a quick, like, uh, little montage of you doing that before you get back to camp if you want. In which case, you you uh, you go through the tunnels. You you come up from um, beneath. There's a thin there. There's smoke right about in the entirety of of the the hall. There there are no like real windows. They're just like openings. You can't hear you can't hear the dragon anymore. Uh, but you can smell just burnt flesh, uh, seared everything, uh, smoke. Uh, and you know you you have to like cover your mouths when you come into this like hall and and the smoke stings your eyes but there there may be like some few things like a like a store of extra drink some food maybe some blankets or something that you left behind but that's quickly like collected if there's anything in particular that you would like to find let me know Nah. Though I think Ofka will pull out his mug and fill, take a take a fill up first before and take a drink. Here's a question for Ofka: How much do you drink? To is it just uh, a drink or is it? It's a mug a full. Drink. It's a mug full. Probably pretty much drain it because I haven't had a drink in three sessions. <laughs> <laughs> it's several hours now. Take a quick look out at the state of things that we can see from the hole or the hall there. If you peer out into the uh, into Scoria proper, a lot of the halls are black from soot. Uh, the carpet of humans is, are still there. Some are smoking. Some are uh, some bits are still burning, but it's more of a glow now. One or two of the halls are have been almost trampled in. They're destroyed. They're rubble. There's there's smoke hanging about everything, and it's it stinks. A lot more work to do. All right, keep moving then. So we, we uh, do a side wipe to the entirety of uh, your survivors coming back into the camp with some fresh resources. There, there's some uh, there, there's a bit of, uh, of relief and joy when people see Stonebones coming back and that he's not really that hurt. Right. He, he's he just looks tired, bone tired. People start, you know, calling for him. And, uh, you know, he does the uh, yeah, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll get to you. Let me get my tools. I don't know. Maybe maybe you meet up with uh, with Stonebone Slate. Is that something you would do? Yeah, I'd I'd seek him out. All right. So so there's a bit of embracing and like uh, you know happy to see you. You made it. The the customary what happened to you and all that jazz. Once you've all settled in uh, a bit, wherever you settle in, I don't know where where would uh, where would Fandal and Flint and and uh, you guys uh, retire to? Probably some cavern or something that we've. Uh... Maybe into our war room. Though Ufkel would go find his brewers. Rory! Right, right. Obviously, there's, there's a like, quick montage of like, uh, them like, Oh, Ufkel, he's alive! And, you know, there's a, there's a bit of an uproar. I've left the lady with the, with the Fandral then, or... You want her in, in the war room, quote-unquote. She can be there. Otherwise, I think she's maybe with Stonebones. Yeah. 
I want her to get some rest, and then we're going to talk to her about the whole dragon serpent god thing. So so who all are in the war room now? In the That's not Ufkel's place. He's a brewer, you know. I assume I'm there. Ufkel, you're an artificer. If we need... <sighs> okay, support. okay. After I make sure everything's fine and, you know, everyone's doing okay with the brewers, I'll sit, I'll sit there, there, I'll have another mug with me and just sip as we, as I listen to everyone else talk. Again, I'm obliged to ask, how much do you drink? Oh, I got a mug, but I'm going to sip it now. I'm just giving you every opportunity here to, to have a proper drink before you do a thing. I would say this, like, you <laughs> would get into trouble if you came to the worm drunk, certainly. Mm-hmm. So, just giving you the option. Okay, so we have all the dwarves in the worm and, and you're, you're, you've just, like, Gotten together, you uh, you have uh, you refreshed yourselves as as best as you could. Sigibert is there. You're about to start the whole thing when um, I think what was his name, Grenier, uh, one of the experts. He comes marching in and he says, um, "Prince, um, rest of you, uh, Princess um, Fena is back. Shall I send her in?" Uh, yeah, yeah. Send her Speak in. of the devil. I was just going to ask about the Brekia dwarves. <laughs> oh, Slate should not be in here. <laughs> not too bad he is. <laughs> yep. You are the guilt monkey. We can use that. <laughs> After a moment, uh, Fena comes walking in. He, she's doffed uh, a good amount of her like ceremonial, like flashy armor. Uh, she's now simply in the uh, dwarven mail portion of her dwarven mail, uh, and she has a simple mantle. And she's accompanied by. Uh, Gurm and the, uh, you know, captain, her captain, Hingrid, who, like, immediately when she comes in and she sees Slate there. Slate, have you cleaned up at all? Like, have you? No. Have you, no? Okay. I haven't had a chance, so no. You do. You have a, have had a chance. It's been, like, uh, uh, some time. You could have changed your shirts and, and had a splash of water in your face or something. One no, no, but I didn't. I was a little okay. busy. Busy thinking about spiders. Yeah, actually. Busy thinking <laughs> yeah. about how to... Yeah, right spiders. away, you see Hingrid, like, singling you out, giving you the death stare, like, you, you shit. You evaded my thing. <laughs> I wanted your head on a on a spear or something, but I didn't get my way. Fena uh, steps inside. Gurm is close behind, and then Ingrid and um, Fena nods to everyone there. She says, um, "Well, here we are, such as we are." What are your resources you can bring to uh, help us in this endeavor? She she comes over to whatever table you have, you know, whether it's a, a slab of something or an actual table. She leans on it with her fists, uh, and she looks around at everyone for a moment and then at you uh Fandral, and she says um that is a good thing to bring up but first we have not come to terms you remember my suggestion in the throne room and she treats it a bit like you know that was a silly thing to say that you know you should marry i have conferred with um, my seneschal and i have an alter- alternative uh germ seems very pleased with himself he's lighting his pipe and 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 sucking on it like if you want my aid and the aid of my axe bearers and the support of brekia proper uh, i want you to recognize me officially as your kin that means should something happen to you i will be heir it means i am entitled to certain estates belonging to my mother rigna proud hagler before her marriage to our father i think that should suffice we cannot have no one lead us if you should fall. And I see no better 
dwarf. Uh, what would be the term, she says, uh, to pick up the mantle should something happen? Is this agreeable? If you are of my clan, then I would expect nothing less of you. Okay, she nods. She looks to Gurm and she's, she says, uh, I am willing to swear before my long beard to abide by our agreement. Will you do the same? Yes, though we have to make sure that the crown goes to my heirs, though, which don't exist at the moment, but... Uh... <laughs> I will not stand in the way of your true heirs, he says, just plainly, like straight up. We will agree to this. Seems like a thing Fandral would agree to. Cool. Okay. Then um, Gurm puts away his pipe and he straightens up and he says, Well, such as it is, why don't we, uh, well, why don't uh, Fennel swears first as a sign of good, uh, good faith? And um, you, my prince, will swear after. He uh, takes up a somewhat imperious pose and Fenna Gurm, what's happened to your voice? I... <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> he would also probably go, and of course, as part of this, you will offer um, the proof of your lineage. To which, of course, you will agree, insofar as there is. Slate, get to, on that DNA work. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, I, I don't know you. You guys tell me, uh, help me out. Like, what what would a like swearing an oath before your long beard look like? Would would Fanna like get down on a knee and swear, or or would she? Would she, like, hold out a ring, a clan ring or something, and, and swear on that before I the long mean, like, I would imagine it would involve either a hammer or an axe, you know, swearing, you know, the basically, like, there's got to be some sort of ceremonial axe or something. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Cool. So she, she takes the, the hatchet out of her belt, and she holds it up <laughs> in front of Gurm, and she swears to abide by all of the, the you know, the accord that you've, you've set down. And to honor and, and you know, follow Fandral as, as the rightful heir. Gurm acknowledges that he has seen it, he has heard her, and he will now hear Fandral. And she takes a step back, and it's Fandral's turn. I will swear that until such time as myself and Freya produce an heir, my designated heir will be my sister, the other child of Vandral and Girdle. Excellent. Cool, cool, cool. Gurm repeats his, you know, uh, witnessing. There's maybe like this uh, quiet awe in the room. Like, cause this is like the big players are swearing oaths. So like if there are axe bearers present, they're very quiet. And probably there are like goosebumps crawling up their, their spines, right? Once you've once he said that, then, then Gurm, uh, he gives you a light slap on the shoulder. Fanderling says... Well, now that, uh, that all that, some, that unpleasant business is over with, let's get back to getting rid of this dragon. Yes? Yes. <laughs> Otherwise, the rest of this doesn't mean a whole lot. <laughs> Excellent. So, of course, that's when Ulfkill says from his little corner, of course, that means fighting the hammer that killed the dragon the first time. And takes a sip. <laughs> <laughs> Probably because everyone's like, is it actually a real hammer? Or yo, right, hold on. Uh we, we know it's a real hammer because uh there was there was a slot for it in the on the dragon mm -hmm. throne. So maybe there's a moment of silence just because like, oh wow, okay, where is that? How do we find it? And obviously she doesn't have it. Certain Dooney may have absconded with it. Maybe Sigibert says that like so a possibility is of course that Dooney and his people carried it off 
Although when he he flips through this like logbook he has, that's like leather spine, wooden uh, wooden covers, and he looks through it and he's like, but uh, according to the records, it is not among the artifacts removed from Scoria. So if it was here, uh, it was not logged. Mm. Is that something that you would log? Great dwarven artifact, one each. <laughs> he uh, Seekaboot looks like. <laughs> You know, well, I, I would have logged it. <laughs> Being the bureaucrat, <laughs> maybe the lady might have might know what happened to it. We've already talked to her about. It. We got all the information that she had from the humans about what Dooney had taken. She she was very forthright about like handing you over the the records. Uh, of course, as Slate uh, Flint. Now I'm doing the opposite. It's been pointed out. <laughs> opposite, uh, it Danny. may very well be something that nobody would actually write down because they would desire it for themselves. Well, we sent off a note back to Marl and Freya, so you can search Marl to see if there are any other any treasures that Dooney has carried off that didn't get noted. Perhaps Lord Ram, Lord Ram had it put away because it would have been against his god. Is it possible, says Fena, that? It was not here when the humans arrived. Could it have been removed when Scoria was sacked the first time? Hidden away, perhaps? Do any of you know of any clan vaults that might be likely places to hide such an artifact? We were in the process of evaluating and mapping out Scoria when we were interrupted. So you have no leads. Oof kills, takes a sip and says, perhaps one of the, one of the goblins took it. One of the various <laughs> goblin cans. <laughs> if they went north, we would have killed them and found it, says Fenno. We may have to go deep under Scoria to investigate one of the other issues. Perhaps in dealing with that, we will find something to help us deal with the dragon. I look over at Slate. Your uncle, your great uncle. He was here. He's always been here. What do you know? He might, but I doubt you're going to get any sense out of him. Who is this uncle, says Fenno? He went back to my old family home. And he's he been here living there. All this time? Apparently so. Gonna be Goodheart. Yes, he's um, been alone in the Goodheart hold these years, and uh, it's taken a bit of a toll on him. I think I may have heard of him, mutters uh, Gurm. Yes, uh, his clan had um, ties to score at uh, Brekia. Some of the clans there. I don't remember him being a hoarder, but you never know. I wouldn't mind paying the man a visit, if possible. Flint kind of just gives him a dirty look, looks over at Slate. Maybe you should apologize first. I want to know if he's okay first. When Flint says apologize, does Flint mean Gurum should apologize to Slate? Yeah. Right. So he picks that up and he sucks on his pipe a moment and then he says, well... Many unfortunate things happened on both sides during this ugliness. I thought we would put it behind us. For what it is worth, Slate, for your sufferings, I am sorry. I think because it's in his nature, I think Slate's going to ask about the guy he beamed upside the head if he's okay. I don't remember his name, do you? Uh, Thod. Thod. going to ask if Thod's okay. So when you do that, then Hingrid steps forward and very angrily just it goes, um, how do you think he is? You cracked his head open. Please just answer the question. I already know what I've done. 
and she points to a slate and looks at you, you know, marl dwarves, and she's like, this is not a chirurgeon. This is a violent, hateful cretin. Should not be here. Okay. That's laughing. That's laughter time. <laughs> I will stand up and go. We will have no dissension among dwarves. And looking at her, and goes, you and your party has fostered enough of that. Don't start anymore. Ooh. Um, make, a, make a command. I'll give you two bonus dice from Fena for her withering look at Hingrid. And the obstacle is going to be four. Any die traits you can fork in? I'll give you a bonus for King Under the Mountain. That'd get me to eight. And my obstacle was four. <laughs> yeah, I'll use my call on trait there, my galvanizing presence. The call on for command. Do you roll, re-roll everything or just the traitors? I'm going to go with the traitors for now. That's the question that's come up and never been answered. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, traitors for now. I'll look it up for next time. So keep your two successes and roll the rest. There we go. There we go. Seven. Cool. <laughs> As I stand there in my armor of my ancestors and dwarven heroes of old. <laughs> it's like the, you know, you know, like when, when a dog starts barking and then you, you tell it off and it didn't expect you to tell it off. And it does like, like oh, shit, I made a mistake. That's kind of what comes over her. And, you know, she dart, her eyes dart over to, to her own uh, Brickia cadre. Obviously, Fenna is looking at her like, you know what you did. Gurm is just shaking his head. Then she goes into like this, like, vain, angry, like, but she doesn't say anything. She, she, instead, she nods to the prince and takes a step back. All right. So we'll have no more of that. And let's move on. <laughs> as quickly intimidated, as quickly dismissed. <laughs> How princely. <laughs> All right, then. That's Fena. So Gurm will see this Gombi and ascertain if Gombi knows anything. We will search below Scoria. I have men. I have resources. We don't have much food. We need food. If we could send for food in Marl, this would be good. What about uh, support from our human compatriots? They are mostly dead. And she and her people were driven here by the other humans. Well, Skull sort of pops, pipes up. Well, there would be the old field, the old barley fields up on the surface. They may, they may have gone wild, but there may still be things up there we can harvest. I could take a brace of my, uh, apprentices and go up there and see what we can harvest. That's admirable, says Fana, but we need meat. <laughs> There's critters up there. Have you some able hunters? I look over at, uh, Flint. Yeah, folks, they're good at hunting, aren't they? It's something we do. I happen to know of a, uh, large underground lake. That uh, we came across. <laughs> Perhaps it was even used by Scoria in the past as a fishery. Can it feed an army, says Fenna? I haven't tried. Your estimation would probably be no. There are certainly fish there. You don't know how they taste, what they're like. They weren't like oodles. And they were, glow and they were glowing. If we can get any help from Mara, we'll see if we can. But uh, I think we can support ourselves. I'm sure we might be able to forage some things, but uh, it will mm -hmm. not be able to sustain us for very long. We need a reliable mm -hmm. source of good food, says Fennel. As much as it pains me to say it, Brekia is not in any position to support anyone. We have emptied ourselves to fight the goblins. Um, Slate's going to take Flint aside while they're ah. having some argumentative conversation over there. 
I'd give you a hug, but you look like shit. Oh, I feel like shit, but that's not why I called you back here. He, he sure. looks back at the others to make sure they're engaged in conversation and then decides to go outside of the room anyway, just for safety's sake. So he, like, takes his hand and drags him. Okay. All right, what I have to tell you is for your ears alone, and it does not get to Fena or her guard, do you understand? I don't have any words for them anyway. I was helped out of the Brekia Dwarf's prison. Interesting. I need to get back there and make sure that the person I hit over the head is okay. He told me to hit him over the head, and if she knew, then she'd kill him. Then your compassion is going to endanger him, isn't it? Yes, but I doubt they have a Kyrgyz anywhere close to what I can do. They're from Brekia. They have a full complement of surgeons and witch doctors and whatever. You didn't see what I saw. I think they're a lot worse off than they're saying they are. So you're saying they're just putting on a good show? According to what I saw, yes, but I could be missing a whole battalion of dwarves. I don't think I am. If there's some way we could maybe appear there in an official capacity... All right, listen, it's no great secret that Gurm really doesn't like me because I may or may not have lost him all of his prisoners. He wants my head on a stake. You're not convinced? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you you, uh, mixing up Hingrid and Gurm now? Hingrid is the the captain. uh, Uh, Hingrid, then, I'm going to say. Who wanted you beheaded, right? Yeah, Hingrid, not, not the other one. You're not making a strong case here. If you're no, truly compassionate, if you're truly compassionate, send stone bones with a couple of axe bearers as a goodwill mission, and trust in his opinion and his skills. I do trust in his opinion and his skills, but if I told him what I told you, he'd probably kill him too. But he who? Stone bones. Who would stone bones kill? The one who let his guard down, probably. I don't know, I'm... Stone Bones does not come across as a murderous sort to me. Of course, then, neither do you. (laughs) I'm not exactly a murderous. Quick flashback, quick flashback to the the sorcerer's fire-infested infirmary in the Stone Hewer's Hall where where, uh, Stone Bones was hacking poor uh, Scully's head to pieces. Yes, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to... Burn that memory away, because that, that was not a good time for anybody involved. No. <laughs> anyway, he, he was just practical application of surgery in, in, in a compassionate manner. But yes, his reputation is that he's not <laughs> that dangerous. <laughs> oh, that's not the only thing I've got on my mind, Flint. I met something on my way over here. Um, something that I think... We could use as an ally if we help him out, but everybody thinks I'm nuts. What? More dogs? Spider. Oh. Large spider. Oh. Spider who's probably been here longer than the dragon? One that might possibly know where our hammer is? Mm-hmm. He wants glowstone dust and a lot of it. Hmm. Well. Yeah. That's why this stuff is all over me. I noticed you haven't washed it off. Yeah, there's a reason for that. Perhaps in, in, in the course of our investigation, we, we can discover a source of glowstone that's obvious there are some in the area. You'd probably have come to the right person. Thank you, Flint. You and I should talk sometime when this is all over. 
I think we have some stories to share. Has Flint told Slate about the dead elf? Or does he know about the dead elf? I don't think so. It's I can't recall it. He he has the reputation of being haunted. Yeah, but that's more of observed behavior than public admission. I think our first step is a little investigation. We need to find some records of mines and diggings in and about Scoria. If we can find that, that might give us a clue if there's any glowstone that's worth recovering. All right. Meanwhile, I'll tell the prince to go ahead and set stone bones in a small contingency to help out the Brechia dwarves. I'll tell stone bones who to look out for. Do the old arm clasp thing. I'm glad you're listening to reason on this. He's, he's going to actually just hug him because <laughs> he's like overwhelmed right now. <laughs> okay. Tap, tap, tap on the back. <laughs> Sorry. We need to rest and recover and before we head out. Perha- perhaps we can do some research while, while you uh, get yourself squared away. You look terrible. Yeah, now that I have someone on my side, I can wash this stuff off. Slate's going to go back into the room and just really quickly... Very quietly interrupt and, and tell uh, Fandral that maybe Stonebones in a small small group should go uh, heal what they can as uh, ambassadors of peace. Go see Stonebones about. Okay, and I'm gonna go see Stonebones. <laughs> <laughs> All right, for the prince, that's almost a yes. Let's see. Uh, is there anything else you want to cover in the in the council? The plan Fandral's putting together is after Lady uh, Lari has had a little time to rest and collect herself, he's going to talk to her and get whatever information she can give them about the serpent god. And maybe there's something there they can use. Mm -hmm. If we haven't already gotten her descriptions or um, about what they'd seen in the Scoria area. If there's anything we haven't gotten from her on that, we'll get that. Then maybe we'll go see uh, Gombi. And then I think we want to head under Scoria and see what this witch is about. Because sure. we need something more than we have to deal with this dragon. If Fana would suggest that we need allies, right? You need allies uh, more than anything. She is not confident that just your combined dwarves will be able to do anything, even if you had a magic hammer. You need support. Unfortunately, she confesses that Breke is pretty much tapped. Uh, the the whole Goblin War has taken a huge toll on them. So do we ever mention that we kind of allied with the Southern Goblins? <laughs> Not so far. <laughs> so you think Bastard Weasel will come to our aid? That's what he said. Here's my thought. Let's let's maybe do Archer Awards. We have some ideas for next time. We have, you have some ideas for what to do for beliefs next time. Let's cover your uh, beliefs. So let's start with, with Ulfkel. I got her to safety. Yes, you did. That is a persona point. Congratulations. You hit your find out who the lady is. Uh, like um, a little. I don't know if you tested anything specifically for it this time. No. So uh, it's just a fate for that then, huh? I don't think it's even a fate, right? You No. You addressed it in the, in that you mentioned to the prince, right, that maybe mm-hmm. right in the head or something. You certainly didn't fall into having a beer too many before nope. any tasks. So um, yeah. awards for that. What about your traits? 
any traits got you in trouble or or uh, got the direction got the stories going in a in a new I have been direction. well behaved to the, this time around for Wolf kill yeah boo <laughs> you haven't been impulsive at all or obsessed all right, you're going to have to work on that yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it'll make me laugh a couple of times so I'll, I'll give getting you a- almost eaten by a dragon tends to sober you up <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a fate for humor let's hop on over to Flint you certainly got the company back so a persona for for returning the charges to the company good work i don't think you made any specific tries or tests for finding Ulfkel, so i'm not going to award anything for that and i don't know if if the prince's purposes came you know butted up against yours yet so nothing for that so one persona for flint i'd say you you agreed to fennas um Suggesting that, you know, we would bring up this whole, like, weird mind confusion, elf-talking thing with the prince. That's going to get you in trouble. Maybe it didn't get you into trouble this session, but it's going to yeah. get you into trouble. So I'll, I'll give you a fate because it's... Or yeah. never say no. <laughs> yes, never say no to a lady. Exactly. I can work with that. Vandral, I think you pretty much did everything, right? Found Valari, found Ulfkel before he causes... Well... Yeah, more problems. Well, he was well-behaved, so that's okay. And you found uh, Flint and the injured dwarves, right? Collected all of them. So that's three persona. Way to, way to bat it out of the park. I don't know if any of your instincts got you in trouble. I don't know if I think your traits got you in trouble or pushed the story in a new direction, necessarily. The whole oath thing. That's interesting. King under the mountain. I could see that. I could see that. I mean, I mean, f- for for one, this is like we had to address the the uh, major compromise from uh, from the Duel of Wits from last season, and that's what this was. So you'd you'd have to get, go along with some of it. So I'm I don't know if I'd award bait for it, but but you're playing in the right direction. You're asserting your claim, and you are you are uh, being as honorable as possible. So I think uh, I don't think there's there was any fate for you this time. On the other hand. Lots of persona. Uh, so for Slate, you, unfortunately, you did not find out more about the Goodhart family. You had the opportunity with Brekia dwarves, but kind of different, different stuff discussed. Let's see. I wanted to make you a little guilty there with Hingrid accusing you, but I don't think anything came out of it. You're certainly working toward satisfying the, 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 the appetites of a glowstone spider. So that's a fate, right? You haven't, you haven't, discovered or or like led him to any any deposits yet but you're working toward it so that's one fate i don't think any of your instincts got you into trouble i'd say secretive uh you you did have a little like secret um after you tried to be honest and open and that didn't work you went secretive and like got flint and like was like okay don't tell anyone this is what's going on so that's that's interesting so I'd, I'd say you, you earn a fate for being secretive as well. Okay. I don't think there was anything else. I don't think there were any mold breakers this time. You didn't really, any of you didn't really, none of you did, did really struggled with any beliefs, uh, conflicting with other beliefs. That uh, leaves Workhorse and MVP. So as usual, the Workhorse is uh, the character most relied upon in a given scenario. Uh, for having the right piece of gear, having that skill to get the other characters safely through danger, and just generally slaving away behind the scenes to make it all work. Who do you think should get that, if anyone? 
I am going to shamelessly promote myself in saying that my knowledge of tunnels and command helped to recover Stone Bones and Company. Huh? Huh? Yep. Yeah. yep. Yeah, unanimous. Okay. So let's uh, give uh, Flint one workhorse um, persona. Yay! So MVP then, uh, most valuable player, the character who drives the story to its conclusion, the character who shines in the last moments, about whom everyone agrees. Damn, we couldn't have done it without him. Oof, kill. What? <laughs> you retrieved you retrieve the lady. Actually, he lost the lady. Yeah. <laughs> but then he found well, her again. No. Yeah. <laughs> then, then the prince found her. Yeah, that's true. Andro was the one to, to drive that forward. Yeah, I would yeah. say fa- Yeah, Fandro. Yeah. Right. Andro. So He's good about get that. Richer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So MVP persona for Fandro. Yep. Ah, uh, do we have any deeds at all? Do you guys think anyone accomplished something that was larger than, than a personal agenda? Uh no. would benefit many, many people. No, no. Ideally hurting you a little. Well, do you said hurting uh yourself a little. I almost want to say it's just like Flint, yes, it led everyone back into the light, but at the same time, he's the one who drugged them into the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's of a deed if you if you set yourself up that way. <laughs> That's no, I, I, I think just karma. Them. I think that was more not deed worthy as much as karma balancing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cool. All right. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't see any other potentials. So there we stand. You earned some art dump. Cool. Yep. We had a decent session. I think it went pretty well. Yay! Yeah. Uh, we got some plans for next time. Yes. Good stuff. Uh, good ideas to write belief, beliefs about. So uh, exploring mm-hmm. beneath and around Scoria. Uh, oh, uh, before we potentially forget, uh, for Flint, you, you do remember that um, you and Bruna found a road, if not necessarily the best road, or route to the old Gotterdam like vault way off to the side of Scoria in that little nearby valley, like that little green dot to the to the left on the map, way back when, before the whole madness started in the um, infirmary. I, I have a on hold belief scout the way to the hidden retreat. Right. So, so I haven't forgotten about it. Right. Excellent, excellent. So that's the thing, right? That's a potential uh source for adventure and potential artifacts. Holy cats. Yeah. Recovering a family crest from there would be uh, a cat's pajamas. But, <laughs> but, convincing pe- but convincing people to support that, I haven't added it to my belief for next session because, well, I'm kind of waiting for the hammer to drop when Bruna mm-hmm. and I talk to the prince. Well, I mean, if it's something you want to do, then you should write it as a belief, and then we'll see what happens with the, the hammer. The prince is oath sworn to help you recover the crest, though. So yeah, but yeah, I'm I, I'm not the type to hold him to it. Maybe I should. <laughs> I think you should, so we can tie that up. <laughs> yeah. You've not even uh, mentioned anything about this uh, Goddardam uh, retreat hold thing. He didn't get the chance, right? Uh, he was he was in the infirmary all the time, and then the the princess showed up, and and then the dragon showed up, and you've you've, you've all been super busy. I mean, that's that's well, one uh, interesting potential thing, and we know it's a vault with, with stuff. Maybe I can convince um, Slate uh, that hey, I bet we can find information about maps there. 
I might be able to leverage our, our newfound uh, understanding. Sure. I mean, you, you could write that there could be more than the shield there. And I think uh, we, can, we can keep the, the whole like logistic stuff in the background unless somebody absolutely wants to go do that. Like if Fulkel next time want to go foraging or something, I'm not going to stop you. Well, good night, guys. Right. Take care. Right. Trust. Bye. See you next time. Next See you week. next time. Next week. Yeah. Bye-bye. Speaking yeah, of time-wasting, yes. John, you asshole. Yeah? You said Ghostbusters was worth watching. <laughs> it was. <laughs> you dick. Is that the new one? Yes, the new one. Uh, I like it. I think the big problem is a lot of folks go in with the original in their head and going, no, this is this. – okay, people say, oh, I hate the new Ghostbusters. Then you should hate every version of Romeo and Juliet that ever came out. Uh, yeah, completely beside the point. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I, like, I, I managed to sit through like an hour and five minutes of the extended version. Uh, it was like <laughs> it was this horror show of, of like going to a concert and watching musicians play, and you realize they can hit notes, but they have no rhythm at all, <laughs> at all. They can't play a melody for the life of them, right? The jokes were off. The writing was off. The editing was off. The pacing was off. It's like, wah. Max Silver here, and I just want to remind you all that you can find our adventures at the following places. My buddy Doc might know what they are, but I sure as heck don't. Anyway, find us at our forums at thesundayskypers.freeforums.org or at our Facebook page, whatever the heck a Facebook page is, or at our Google Plus page. Again, what the hell is a Google Plus page? I don't know. Or you can mail us at Sunday Skypers, um, some little A thing with a circle around it. What the heck is that thing? I don't know. Zoho.com. That's a strange mailing address. Hey, Doc, can you tell me what the heck that little funny A sign is?